BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. Welcome back. It is the Women Tell All edition of Pilot Pete's season of The Bachelor. You're listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us here as in for the penultimate episode of this season of The Bachelor. And it's really been pretty weak, in my opinion. Uh, I'm joined now. We'll get his opinion as I am every single week here by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Yeah, buddy. Now, let's let's kind of um, let's set the scene, right? Set he, it um, and forget had, it. He had uh, let go of um, of the blonde that the name escapes me from Iowa. He busy, was down busy to Phillips, Madison. Kelsey. Yep. Kelsey was Miss Iowa. The, the clothing, what's her um, fashion clothier. I mean, she works at a store, uh, right? She was a fashion blogger. No, she's a fashion um, clothier. Yeah. She works at, yeah. She works at the gap. Yep. Um, but we're down to Victoria F Madison and Hannah Ann. As we described last week, Hannah Ann is kind of the empty netter. She's good to go. Yeah. She she wants to be a famous couple until they break up. Um, Victoria F has been the real difficult one all season, but he's 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 loved the thrill of the chase, and uh, that bitchy play hard to get has gotten her into the top three. By far the hottest chick of the season, hottest chick on the show this season. Yeah. And, you know, and, and he, he got what he, I think what he ultimately wanted, he wanted to get her into the fantasy suite yep. and the guy, the guy didn't even meet her parents nope. and he got her into the suite it's win-win. And then Madison gave him the, uh, the infamous ultimatum. She's the virgin from uh, Tennessee. She's from and, Auburn, Alabama. She threw up the Heisman. Yep. And she said, if you, uh, if you're intimate with either of the other two, um, then I'm not going to be good with that. He went ahead and went intimate with the other two in the tagged, fantasy suites. Tagged them both. Uh, told her at the uh, at, during their date, and then she she's kind of stormed off and got in an SUV. I was under the impression as were we all. The, that was the goodbye. I thought she was gone, but then this week happened, and I thought it was just going to be the women tell all. And normally I don't watch because so, I thought the 
the finals were set. I thought the the two finalists were known to the audience, but no, they pulled a fast one on on us, didn't they, Jason? I'll tell you what, they um I did one of those modern day um faux pas. You know, I cut the cord like a year ago, haven't regretted it once. So my YouTube TV, when you DVR something, um, it gives you the choice. Start from the beginning or go live. Can you, you get the Dodger games on the YouTube TV? You gotta, uh, no, you gotta, no Dodgers, no Lakers. Oh, but uh, okay. Lakers are on national TV and Dodgers, if you got a special code, you can get Dodgers. Oh, interesting. Okay. So um, anyhow, I pushed join live on accident. And I see Victoria F in the uh, seat. Mm-hmm. Fake faking tears. Did has anybody ever looked less sad about leaving the Bachelor? She no. could not have give less given less of a fuck. That's true. She covered up her eyes not to because she was embarrassed for the tears. She she was covering up her eyes because she wasn't crying. She was not crying. Yeah. She was not. Yeah. She was not bummed. She was would have been much more bummed had Madison not shown back up. And the whole the whole setup of that where you've got where you've got uh, uh, Victoria F and Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann, just with the fucking glazed look on her face. I honestly I get kind of sad when I look at her because she's in over her skis. She's just like, whatever, I'm going along with this. Not sure even what's going on. Victoria F's just kind of standing there like, fuck, what if he picks me? I'm going to win and that's not going to be good for my Instagram. And then Peter, tool, loser, bottom five bachelor of all time. Of course, the number one bachelor ever. We've discussed many times on the show. Byron Velvick, the bass fisherman. It goes from there. Bob Guinea's up there. Firestone. Wombo Bob Wood. Guinea was the uh, was the one that that really was like the big personality, Holds colorful the guy yeah. on the Bachelorette. Where He's, he he was, but he was he was likable because he just made fun of everybody. Yep. He had a great line every time in the interview, and you're like, he's going to make a great Bachelor. Well, he lost his personality at, during the bachelor season. But what he did do is that he was like one of the first bachelors to really get physical with just about everybody in the cast. The rumor is that he holds the record and I believe it's either six or eight contestants during the season. That, yeah. We'll have to get reality. Steve's uh, exact Be number. Interested to know, but you could tell Victoria F was fucking sweating it. And then Pete comes out and he's like staring over like they had him stand 20 yards away from the little fake stage that the girls were shivering on in their dresses. It looked so cold. Oh, they looked frozen. Yeah, it looked horrible. And they're just standing out there and they're ma- and they're like, what's going on? And it's like all of a sudden they're, they're like, oh, my God, is that Madison's music? And then Madison like comes like creeping along, shows up. She goes and stands on the stage. Uh, Pete gives a rose to Hannah Ann, who again is like, whatever you want, Pete. And then, uh, and then there's one rose left to give. He calls Madison over and then Madison does this thing where she's like, not going to accept where she's like, comes up and she stands in front of him and he goes, will you accept this rose? And she just kind of looks at him and then she's like, yeah. Yeah. Like a begrudging. Yes. Yes. And then, and then Peter, um, completely, um, I don't know, castrates himself and says, are you sure? 
Like he, yeah. Uh, yeah. the entire season hinges on this and he gets her to say, yeah, you got to give her the rose and deal with it next. But he gives the, uh, are you sure? Yeah. And uh, we all cringed. Pathetic. The, Pathetic. Uh, the ten, 10 men that watched this show Pathetic. around the country just cringed in his place. You got to just take it and move on. But I will say this. In a season that's been criticized for uh, being overproduced, they the producers could not help themselves in this one either. You know, they had Victoria and Hannah Ann freezing there, and then they delayed it. This is not something they've ever done. Usually they just send all three out. They delayed it for Madison to come as if yeah. it was as if she had just decided to get dressed and made right. up and fully in great lighting and, and walk into the uh, the set. No, they had her in the truck and they said, we're really going to milk this one leading to just this criticism that there's a uh, there was even less genuine organic uh, reality TV in this season than ever before. But I will say this, he sent Victoria F home, which, you know, I was predicting for the last five or six weeks that you could tell Pete really wanted to get naked with her. Who wouldn't? And and he put up with a lot of her shit for many weeks. And I said, he just wants to go fantasy suites, hit and run but last week we were kind of on the fence. It was almost like Victoria F had won herself into the final two at least. Uh, but no, he cut bait after the fantasy suites and he chose the virgin that is just 50, 50 at best at, uh, at continuing on. So interesting choice by Peter, uh, you know, all the reality, Steve spoiler people do all of this beforehand, but it sure. genuinely took me by surprise. So I get credit to the show for doing it. I was surprised as well. I almost didn't watch and I, I need to do it. Then, so then we jumped in and we go to the, uh, to the, after the final rose, the produced studio portion of the show where well, the women tell all. The, yeah. That's what I meant. The, the, women, the women tell all, um, where everyone shows up and you don't remember who they are except for like three of them. And that, that held true this week, but I need, I need to make a quick public service announcement and I hopefully everyone within the sound of my voice will will take this to heart and in the spirit in which it was intended the fake eyelash game is absolutely out of control it looks so bad every single chick one of these chicks had them on they're glued on there. They're so obvious. They're so over the top. It's too fucking much. Madison's were the worst. The, luckily, Madison had hideous earrings on too, so you couldn't. They distracted from her eyelashes. But Victoria F had them. Hannah, all the girls in the women tell all. You got you guys got to calm down. You could still do the fake eyelashes, but go to that Russian chick that glues on the individual eyelashes. Don't have them just lay. Just get out the um, get out the the paintbrush with the rubber cement and just whack, 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 whack on your eyelid and just dab a big fucking pile of hair on there because it looks bad. You all have it. And you all look terrible. It's not, you can still do it. Just do it more subtly. Accent your face, not overpower it. Okay. I'm just trying to help. There's, there's the, uh, there's the common 
thing, and I noticed it's very prevalent in this uh, Generation Z here, the, the, uh, the very common just kind of extension of the eyelashes. Sometimes it is subtle. Sometimes it's ridiculous. But Madison um, is, is just obnoxiously bad. They have... They're the, I'm not, it looks like there are two spiders on her face. It's crazy. It looks like her eyes have legs because she extends them out above the eye and below the eye. It's like she straps them down onto her face. That's Um, crazy. I don't don't understand the look. And uh, maybe ultimately that's what drives uh, Peter away from, uh, from Madison. I don't know. He seems all in on Madison because maybe it's because we know Peter likes to fuck. Maybe his whole thing is like, hey, this is this is something I've never had before. This is somebody's resisting his charms because they're saving it for marriage. Maybe he views it as a challenge. What do you think, Jason? Um, I think you got a point, but I <laughs> I just don't see this. I don't yeah. see, yeah. I don't see it happening. It's a, uh, not only is she reluctant, but I get the sense that he's just kind of more and more sick of the fact that, cause Pete typically will uh, be able to get away with women by just making out with them. Like if, you know, he could barely hold a conversation. So his tactic is just to touch them and make out with them. Yeah. And she's not, she's not falling for that. And he sure isn't, uh, he's not uh, smart enough or savvy enough to kind of talk his way into this or make her feel good about this situation. He basically said, yeah, I, I had sex with those two other women, uh, deal with it. And yep. then he took her to the final two. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, so does that mean she's the front runner? Because this Hannah Ann is just like, what, like she'll be there. It's. That's the easy score. So why he doesn't really have to work for that. So she's like the, uh, she's like the wild card in the Uno in your Uno hand. Oh, interesting reference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you get down to Uno, I don't know a lot of parents out there play Uno with their kids. If you get down to Uno and the only card in your hand is a wild, you're winning. You're You're going to win. Yeah. So Hannah Ann is the wild card. That's a sure deal. Yeah. He wants to try everything until he gets there. Right. So maybe he's he's going to try to put. So basically, I think that makes Madison the front runner. Right. Because Hannah Ann, in your very apt metaphor, is the wild card. You could play that anytime. It's there. It's in your pocket. It's ready to go down. But this other this other card, it's like a nine. I mean, it's more of a six in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's not a nine. It's definitely not a nine. It's like a five and a half, six. Um, and also, I don't. I wonder about Madison because she's real into playing basketball. She is. Really? She's, here's, here's two things I know about Madison. Never had sex with a man. Really into playing basketball. All right. Well, I mean, you left the the underlying thing out. She really loves God. Also loves the Lord and lives in Alabama. Um, So it seems to me that uh, Madison would be the front runner going into next week. Um, what about, is there anything we need to discuss? Re- by the way, yes. by the way, I just thought of something as you had, as you said that, I think another, maybe another driving force that Peter has, um, is that another thing to consider anyways, is that, you know, 
Abortion is illegal in Alabama. What has that got to do with anything, Jason? This is taking a turn. Very controversial. This is the third rail. I just have a feeling that he has utilized that as birth control for most of his adult life. No, remember, he has he has rubbers in his bends. He, when he was when he was when he was driving Hannah B in his Benz, she yeah. opened the console and there was Trojis in there. He's got surprise, surprise, he keeps surprise. them. Yeah, I know. I didn't know people use those anymore. I was shocked. Um, so the we get to the women tell all and um, a lot of infighting. Everybody hates McKenna. I feel like there's a good reason for that. You know who showed out pretty well is Tammy because wait, wait, what? She basically just rolled her eyes at everybody the whole entire time. Well, she seemed oh. like a real person. So you mean showed out well by like being very still sticking to her guns yep. and being critical and calling these chicks out? Yes, yes you're right, totally. In, yeah, in that regard, but. I get, you can also look at it the other way. And I think a lot of women walked out thinking this, that she comes off as a huge bitch. I she, mean, she kept doubling down. It's like, get over it. Yeah, but she was, I, I think that these, I mean, I wasn't really paying that close of attention. I'll be honest, but the, uh, they, it seems like these chicks want to go with a curated version of themselves. And Tammy's the kind of yeah. chick that holds a mirror up and goes, hold on. Take a look. Look at this. Have a look right here. Look at what's going on. Um, one thing, I like one that. Thing, one thing you have to always consider, and it's uh, I never really think of it in the moment, is that the time between the end of the taping or when these women are sent home uh, by groups and the, t- the taping for this, these women have all like corresponded via social media. Yeah, They've been friends. In, in each other's DMs. Yep. And it's like usually it's a very tame version of rivalries. We rarely do we get a real feisty fight on one of these things. But you're right, Tammy stuck to her guns, and uh, I guess uh, you converted me. I, uh, I turned on. Yeah, this. I'm here for it. Um, but I saw as I looked around the castoffs, I saw just a a an acre, a mileage, just tons metric tons of mistakes that Pete made. First of all, and I know you weren't that into her, but did you see her last night? Alea, Miss Texas. Yeah. How no, do you send she's... that home? How do you end up with Madison and Hannah Ann when Alea oh, was there? I, I Alea. She's, she's pretty. I mean, and Sydney, Sydney, Sydney was looking really hot. good. She looked so good. And in the back row, Love when the they back named, row. They named, when they named the, the women that no one remembers, there were three flight attendants on the back row. Right. He dispatched. Just let go without even uh, thinking about he it. He dispatched the flight attendants early. The uh, the mixed race pussy waxer from Chicago, I thought was gorgeous. I mean, just to end up with a with a. A uh, virgin quasi lesbian basketball player and a, and an empty netter like Hannah. I mean, what's yeah. you got to wonder about this Pete guy's motivations? It's just no. it's just a sad sad turn of events. There was no, just no doubt. so much so much talent on this season, and he fucking just blew it. The guy blew it. Although I will say I, this, I would say that a lot of these chicks were not into him, and you and you saw that early on. I think it might have been. 
Peyton, who in like one of the first group dates, they were all like leaned in and she was, we talked about it here. Her body language was fucking leaned the complete opposite (laughs) direction of Pete. I feel like he didn't have the kind of charisma and magnetism that the producers thought they were buying into. What do you think? Yeah, no, that, that was made obvious. Um, and by the way, uh, we didn't mention when he did take it down to the final two, um, remember I've been saying all season that some of the best moments are when he tries to wing it on the toasts. Oh yeah. He, uh, he punted, he punted the toast, um, to, I want to say he punted it to Madison who had just given him a half-hearted yes on the rose. Yeah. And she said something generic and I'm sure Jesus Christ was in there, but, uh, I love Pete just, I'm not going to give the toast. This is too overwhelming for Horrible. me. But anyways, you're right there. Uh, it's, it is ironic, uh, that they have the most attractive cast in the history of the show. That's by year. far. Yep. Lots of drama, uh, candidates galore. And they chose the, uh, the retread Cougar from Sacramento as the bachelorette. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. If we're getting into that, I'm ready to talk about that. Now, I don't know. I would kind of fade it out last night. Did Were we introduced, for those of you that aren't aware, and I'm certain everyone is because they read our dear friend Reality Steve every week, the new bachelorette has been chosen and it's bachelor veteran. Yeah. Sacramento hairstylist Claire Crawley back in the driver's seat as the bachelorette. You don't like this choice, Jason. Um, Claire most famously was Juan Pablo's, I think, fantasy suite. Um, and I, I want to say she was runner up. Because she he was let her go, yep. and it was one of the one of the great moments where she just let Juan Pablo have it. She famously dressed him down, get, got herself a very, very good edit on the last episode of Juan Pablo's season. Because remember, she the rumor was she banged Juan Pablo earlier in the ocean to try to right. gain favor for herself, and then. Um, he hit it in the fantasy suites and then, but then on the way to, and I can't remember how this played out exactly, but they were in a helicopter. I remember that. As I yeah. recall. And she, I think maybe said, I love you or, yeah. and, and he's like, I, I don't know. I love you, but I love fucking you. And yeah. she was, she was not a little put off by that as one would be like it was yeah. it was an unfortunate turn of phrase yeah. for Juan Pablo in, in his defense not a native english speaker he yeah, was venezuelan english, english second language and you know i think at the time we gave him a pass a little bit on that um he was the most indifferent uh, bachelor ever who didn't appreciate the process one bit. And a lot of it had to do with this language barrier. Um, but I will say this, um, the choice of Claire was not made, uh, on the show last night, which is weird because she had done good morning America weird yesterday. But that's in so New York. It was all over. It was yeah. all over social media. Yep. And then they have the entire show and they don't announce it, which was just strange. In fact, what they did do 
I think at a time that they would typically announce the Bachelorette, they did have eight minutes of heart wrenching, just sad um, tweets, hate tweets at uh, at a couple of former contestants, and then all Ooh, of the cast, was, yeah. all the cast told their stories. Yeah. yeah. So it went from kind of bachelor. Over the top, ridiculous, dramatic TV that's easy to make fun of to just a freaking screeching halt. And it was we, a real uh, bummer. Kind of look, see into, into what people do to these people. It was a real bummer because that you don't realize it, but there's a lot of fucking maniacs in the world. And these, you know, these people get well known. And then because they're well-known and because their business is being well-known, they need to be accessible to the world. Um, Freaks, crazy people come out and they say horrible, horrible things to them on social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, I assume Snapchat, um, all of the above. Um, So that that was kind of tough. Yeah, they did. They brought out Rachel Lindsay, who was looking for law less beautiful. Um, but then they, then they did a thing where they made her cry the whole time because she, they not only did they, I think they would have been fine to just, they would have had the same impact if they had just, um, shown the tweets on the screen, which they did, but then they made Rachel read them also, which was a little heavy. I thought I want to say, I want to say that like they, they could have, and I, there's no easy segue to this, but it was so abrupt last night and and very awkward the way they came back and set this up. It was weird. I It was almost like you had to carve out an hour and just promote it and just like say, you know, just like those sitcoms that say um, a very special uh, right. family ties. Right. Like when we're, uh, we're, we're, we're not going to do much laughing. Like when Gordon maybe, jump tried to, tried to play yeah, with, get with Dudley's pants. No, Dudley. He was, he, yeah, sorry, Dudley's yeah, pants. Yeah. But I mean, they, they could have just done a very special bachelor and totally. we're going to show the, the evil side, um, of this whole thing. And they just had a bunch of testimonials that would have been powerful and everything else, but it was just like, they just kind of shoehorned it yeah, into it this weird. ridiculous episode. Well, they're trying to be woke. And oh. meanwhile, the the producer of The Bachelor, like, you know, he's been me tooed by his own wife. Um, I will say, uh, back to Claire. <laughs> I think she is the perfect choice to be the Bachelorette in here. I'll tell you why. One. She's well known to the audience. She's a known commodity. People know who she is. A lot of these new chicks, like if Sydney would have been the Bachelorette, nobody knows who Sydney is or Victoria F. She's she's so aloof, you know. There's not you're not going to get any emotion out of her. Claire is a couple things that are perfect. One, she's nuts. She's a little unhinged a lot of the time, which is great for TV. B, she's banging she's very attractive she looks good um didn't she have a hot sister too she had a hotter sister i believe um she's she's super cute also a little older which could be interesting i think she's like 38 so i think they're gonna you're gonna get a mix of like 26 27 year old guys and then a few 
35s and maybe one token like 39 year old guy or maybe even a 44 year old guy with a couple divorces under his belt who knows the point is is, 38 you're right she's 38 38. so but but what's most important about claire is that she's earnest she was on the bachelor in 2014 which is kind of a little bit just on the cusp of when these chicks started to realize that this was a job that if you got cast on the show and you hung around for enough weeks, you're, you could be come an influencer as a job. Claire, partly because she is a little nutty. She's there a hundred percent for the right reasons. She was there to get married to Juan Pablo Galavis. Remember she left bachelor in paradise in tears after, because she couldn't find love there. And then I didn't watch bachelor winter games, but she was proposed to by some French Canadian. So she's a hundred percent going to be completely earnest in the way she operates, which you really need these, these new chicks are they're too wise to the game? It's hard to find. Like last season, you had a bumpkin, uh, Hannah B, which is which is kind of what you need. Claire's a little more savvy, but a hundred percent, she's going to be looking for a guy to get married to. She's been trying to do it for years. What do you think, Jason? Well, I mean, the way you set it up, and she she did try to get married on on Bachelor in Paradise, and then Winter Games she was proposed to. And I want to say her fiancé or her ex-fiancé showed up on that summer's <laughs> um, Paradise, I think as a, for a, like one episode oh, or something. Oh, he did? I don't remember that. They, they, they had broken up that quickly. Right. Um, and that, so I think just like in Wife, I mean, everyone deserves a fourth chance at marriage. That's right. That's what I've been saying. I totally agree. And the only way, the only way to get married is to go on a a game show and choose among contestants that are produced up to sabotage the process. It's the best way. It's the, it's, it's foolproof really. Because she couldn't find, she can't just find love out in the real world. She deserves a fourth chance to get married. Yeah, I totally agree. And this, I mean, they're going to start filming. I think the, the um, Bachelorette is on TV in like a couple of months, right? No, they're going to do this um, American Idol slash Bachelor what where couples sing what to is, each other and get that. voted off. Is Jed going to be there? Because it seems like Jed would be the perfect guy. He would because if he wasn't ostracized by Jungle Nation, but we, like uh, Jungle Nation, Bachelor Nation, um, <laughs> and Jed, Jed, I think kind of got a raw deal because yeah, he left a girlfriend to go on the Bachelorette, just like every other guy on that show for the most part. Peter famously also left a girlfriend to go on the show, but Jed's only uh, crime, his only faux pas was that he won the show. It was well. There's a couple of things. Yeah, he won the show, sure, and he didn't. He didn't reveal it, right? So yeah, there and and uh, to his credit, the reasoning that he gave, what's her face for for not telling her Hannah B was 
was that she might get mad and not allow him back on the show. That's a that's a legitimate reason, though. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I totally agree with him. It's like when your wife or girlfriend corners you and say, you why, did, why did you have sex with her? You just say, because I just assumed if I told you, we would end this relationship. Yes, I, because I that's thought you wouldn't reasonable. find out. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, the hand you, that's the hand you play as a man. You know, you just go, hey. I went for it, and I of course I didn't tell you because then you would know. There was a chance you wouldn't know, so that's why I didn't tell you. Amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So what what else do we need to know? We're we're going. Um, in, it's going to be a real bummer. The the finale, right? Um. Well, the finale. We've been seeing the exact same tease for weeks and weeks. It's it does take place in the uh, outback. And it looks very comfortable and bright. And Peter is told something at the uh, at the place where you propose right. to the women that I have to tell you something. Harrison says, and then he goes in and he lays down or something. But yeah, he does in the tease. I will say this: he does in the tease continue um, continue this season's uh, trampling. Um, utter abuse of the word literally. Oh. Um, when he, in the tease, they even included it in the tease. He, he says, my heart is literally split between two women. Well, he, so he's like John Ritter. <laughs> yeah. My heart is literally right. split. RIP then buddy, you're done. Yeah. That's the end of you. I'm trying to think if there's something that we, uh, that we missed. Oh, there was a real corny thing where, um, who was the big crier on this show? Kelsey. It, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh, she's a, she's a pill popper. She's yeah, accused well, of being a pill popper. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole thing got sorted out, but there was a real stupid idea. And I have a feeling this was Ashley eyes idea. It just rang as like a, an idea that came from the person that wants to be on the show. She probably went to the producers and said, yeah, that girl that cried every week. Why don't, yeah. why don't I go on the uh, women tell all and console her and, and, and say, uh, you know, we, we got to stick up for the emotional women out yeah. there yeah. and then get a big, big applause. And then I could bring out a, uh, a giant sized champagne bottle and we could all laugh. And the producer was like, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a great idea. A, Let's give great. Ashley. I two minutes more of bachelor fame. Right. I, I don't mind Ashley. I Kelsey, I could do without that. That, that reminds me, we would be remiss if we didn't handicap a few of the, of the certain entries into the, bachelor in paradise season from the season, of the show, I think there's, I think it would be a, a stunning upset if we didn't see Sydney in paradise. Correct. Sydney would be great. She'll be That'd there. Be good. She'll be there. Yeah, um, Alea, so. I'm certain will be there unless she gets a, a better deal somewhere else. Um, oh, by the way, um, yeah. I wrote this down about Alea. Uh, who was a controversial subject on this show. I will lay a um, go it, on. She took a kind of a beating from the women that she's fake, that she just always 
uh, really gets she's one person in front of the camera and not off Who and all this stuff. Fuck? Who cares? Yeah. And and Lexi, uh, the quote of the night said, uh, "I hope she's there." The ginge redheads oh, yeah. are freaky. You got to bring her to paradise, even though they don't do well in the sun. That could be an issue. Lexi, go on. She said about Alea on camera. Um, let's see. It, I felt like she was treating this like a competition. <laughs> Which it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a game show. You're yeah. on a the, game show. The very definition of, of competition. That's like, that's, that's like, that's, that's like, um, being on the price is right. And you bid five ninety nine. you bid 600 on the washer dryer set. And the guy next to you bid, bid 601. And you're like, Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like this guy's treating it like a competition. <laughs> it would be like the, uh, the runner up, the Wisconsin woman and the first survivor saying that she thought Richard Hatch made this into a game about surviving. Wow. Very modern reference that I'm sure yes. twos of our listeners <laughs> remember. That was, that was 25 he, years ago, Jason. <laughs> I think he treated this like it was about surviving. That was, that was, the, that was the naked guy. <laughs> uh, okay. Sydney's going to be there. Alea's probably going to be there. I think it would be shocking if Kelsey didn't show up on this season of of uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Anybody else? Um, we need I mean, to see. There's always those first nighters that one nighters that you don't that remember. Were, yeah, didn't get enough camera time to realize how. Like drop dead gorgeous yeah, they are. Like, Peyton, like put Peyton in that Paradise. category. Yeah, you, you just you find these nuggets because they oh, just yeah. weren't exposed yes, enough. I know, and you're like, holy crap, Peter, Peter passed on that because Peter has shitty taste because he's a pussy. He doesn't. You got to fucking swing for the fences. You don't. Cody Bellinger doesn't fucking come up to the plate and fucking bunt with guys on base. He's up there to be a fucking hitter. Be a hitter, Pete. Don't take a, don't fucking stand there and lean your elbow into it. Biggio style. Get up there and swing the fucking bat meat. And if you're out to get up there, know the pitch, know what's coming that the pitch is coming and take your biggest swing off of Rodas Chapman. Exactly. Like, no, it's a fastball and fucking jump on it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Excellent job, of course, Jason. Looking forward to the Bachelor season finale next week. Um, I'll try to... I'm going to be traveling. I might be a little jet-lagged, but I'll definitely be home to watch it. I'll be. I'll try to live-tweet the finale because I haven't well, the, really done that show, this season. The show expects us to watch four hours over two nights. Oh, is it, is it, it's Monday and oh, Tuesday? Yeah. Or oh, Sunday, yeah. Monday? Four nights. Two nights. Well, yeah, but the last hour is where they just talk about what happened. It's after the final rose, right? Or is the whole second night after the final rose? Uh, no, the second night's got to be the reveal, right? They do the first hour is they do the fucking rose ceremony. We find out the twist. Of course, there's going to be a twist. There's rumors out there about a twist this season. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens, but I'll, uh, I'll try to, to be up on it and be on Twitter and letting everybody know what I think. All right. So, uh, by yeah. the way, we, we've turned yeah, it into buddy. a tradition. Our yeah. last podcast of the, uh, the typically of the bachelor lifestyle, 
uh, podcasting here, it, we typically put Reality Steve on because oh, yeah. putting him on mid-season doesn't do us any good. But yeah. putting him on after the season to talk about the spoilers that he had yes. and the stories behind those, that's always fun. So maybe we'll do that. Jay Stu, you got the thickest Rolodex in the game. You're the fucking, sure. you've, been, you've been booking since booking had a name why don't you effort reality steve let's see if we can put him see if we can do him for next week so he can explain to us what was happening behind the scenes until then for jason stewart my name is brian beckner this has been the bachelor lifestyle from the ballerlifestyle.com we'll see you for the finale next week We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve, so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in.